Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. And good morning. It is, if you can believe it, February 23rd, 2015. It's our post-Oscar morning uh, SOS Mastermind call. And, um, yeah, I guess that Craig's taking a snow day. Is that what you're saying, Brad? Taking a snow day, which is um, reasonable since most of our friends on the uh, East Coast take them every day. So um, going in the tradition of um, we did a whole football, sports, Super Bowl theme, I thought that um, it might be fun to do sort of an Oscar theme in a way. Um, if anybody watched them last night, they were kind of boring. And um, it gave me a chance to kind of think about how – how much being a salesman is really similar to being an actor in a lot of ways. We generally, well, some of us get awards, I guess, once in a while, but, and I'm not sure that we get to wear fancy gowns, but we generally, you know, if you think about it, we have to look good all the time because we're always in front of people and we're always trying to convince them of something, which is what actors are doing. They're trying to convince us of, um, that they're that character, that we're, they're not thinking about anything else, and that they're engrossed in the story, that they're engaged in what they're saying. And it's really no different if, um, than what we do every day. It really isn't. So um, basically, just like actors are trying to convince the audience that they're right for the part and so forth, we're trying to do the same thing when we're meeting with our customers. So I thought that... Um, I might go through a few things that I think are somewhat similar and that we can learn from the acting community. Um, one of the things that actors always do is that they never go on stage without warming up physically and vocally. So it's no different when we go onto our business stage that we do the same. So it really is a good idea that before you go on a call or even when you, before you start your day to um, to practice good breathing techniques, taking three deep breaths, maybe before you go inside um, while you're sitting in your car, especially when it's a call that you think might be a little trying or someone that you don't know. Um, always to energize your body, vocal exercises to strengthen and add variety to your voice, um, releasing hidden tensions. For those of you that probably, you know, we all hold our tension in different parts of our body to kind of stretch ourselves out and so forth. Um, and so really a short kind of a daily warm-up routine, same as what actors do, is actually a great way for salespeople to communicate at your highest potential. And so it's just something to consider. I'd be curious to know if anybody, any of you do that kind of thing. You might not um, be doing certain things as formalized as that sounds, but um, I was thinking about it when, when I was thinking about this morning. There's probably a few things that like I used to do that I wouldn't have thought about it as like a routine, but I probably did just to kind of collect myself, if you will, before you go in. So I'm curious if any of you guys do that. Um, something else um, um, that actors do is that um, they usually go with very strong choices. and if And if you think about it, Nobody really wants to watch a movie, TV show, or anything with a character who's kind of half-hearted trying to achieve something or kind of hopes that they're going to achieve something. Or Usually or almost always, um, they're very strong-minded characters, one way, good, bad, and different, but they're very strong. And that's what you know, all of us as the audience really like to watch, people who make a stand, if you will. And you know, when you think about it, we also, when we're in front of a customer, a customer is really looking for the same thing. They're really looking for like a strong um, person who uses active words that, that really motivate other people, that you're going to take action, that you're an action-oriented person, that you mean what you say, and so forth. So 
it's things like, you know, instead of like you, that you really want to make a sale, it's really words like, no, I'm going to fight to make it and I'm closing. That's it. Those kinds of words. Um, in other words, when you go in, you try to, like, you're actually not trying, but you're proving a point. You're not making a point. You're proving it. That's a far, far different sales approach than you're making a point. Making a point is, in my mind, kind of uh, seems like a, a weaker stance. Like, you know, it really is really great to um, work with a local company. Like, that's like making a point. Proving a point are really getting the facts and the insights behind the sale, which is, look, look at the, look at the landscape of people that are out there to support small businesses. There's more consolidation in the industry. That means that as, as the bigger companies consolidate, they're looking to also um, have bigger financial um, responsibilities to the marketplace, which means cutting back on staff, you know, and, and they have to make those acquisitions work by being more efficient, and efficiency often translates is to less service. Or a technological service so that when you call, you get a machine versus getting a human. And maybe the only way to make it work is to have salesmen increase their territories rather than narrow in and specializing. So those of us that specialize, that's all we do. That's why we call ourselves specialized, because this is all we do, and that's all we're focused on. And we don't have to actually answer to the public financial marketplace to make our decisions, and we can make them quicker. That's proving a point in, in, as opposed to making one. So just, when, when, just like an actor does or when a, a writer is writing a script, they make sure that they use very strong active verbs. Strong active verbs. It keeps you focused when you're in the room and it keeps you committed to your goal and it does the same to the people and to your business audience as well. So keep that in one of mine. And... You know, the third thing is, think about, we've talked about this, what, a zillion times now, but generally, you know, when actors are telling a story, um, there's usually a sense of urgency within the story. And that urgency gets higher and higher and higher until it's resolved. And think about, like, all those detective stories that are, like, the TV series, like CSI, and there's so many. I mean, there's just, like, a zillion of them. And they, if you look at the TV landscape, you'll see that most of the dominant shows that have been on for a long time tend to be that whole detective series kind of, you know, trying to figure out, you know, a, um, some kind of a mystery imitation game, one of the big movies this year. They're trying to figure out the code. Um, and that's usually the most common theme when you look at the movie landscape, too. So if you think about it, like if the hero doesn't capture the villain by midnight, then you know the villain will detonate. And um, then if he detonates the bomb, the city will be destroyed. And if the city is destroyed, the country will go to war. You know, that's the typical Hollywood kind of take on a movie. Um, uh, I lost the word. Script. Yeah, <laughs> script. So... It's the same kind of thing. And if you don't do this, then this will happen. If that, 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 then that can happen. That same model is very effective in defining urgency in terms of being in front of a prospect. It's really, to me, very similar as the idea of using scarcity, get using, um, which we've studied a lot in the past in terms of a very effective sales tool, you know, tool like, you know, there's only three left and that's it, or the sales ending at midnight. You only have 24 hours to make your decision. So it's by connecting the emotional triggers to a potential outcome. So it's not like we're all going to explode and you can sit in front of your um, clients and tell them that, but you certainly can say, you know, if it's, you know, we don't want to lie, but if you have like a, a sale on, on paper, if you have a sale on certain um, products in-house, that is a great opportunity to start contacting everyone and say, hey, I have no idea if you need it or not, but you know what? The ink cartridges this week, you know, we've got a weekly sale. It's a great option. I just wanted to let you know. 
And what that also does is, by the way, you're not annoying people when you do that, if just in case anyone on the call has that thought because you think people are so busy. No, it conveys that you're thinking about them and it conveys that um, you care about them. You know, you know, so, and, but at the same time, it does give a sense of urgency. And, you know, it's all about knowing your client, right? I mean, that's the way it always comes down to. So, you know, especially those of you who have clients, most of you have clients for a long time, you know what their emotional triggers are. So it might be, um, you know, um, I'm just trying to think of like an example. Um, you know, it's always about actually making them the hero. So if you know that they're under a lot of, um, of financial scrutiny with their boss, if you know that they're competing, you know, when they go into to, um, to make a presentation to their boss to get the okay to go with that with Specialized, it's understanding what that organization is really looking for. It could be a commitment to a charity, being local. It could be... Um, uh, it could be just being efficient or just knowing that, you know, it's an organization that changes their mind a lot and it's always there and we can respond quickly. It's, even though people may say it's price, it's very often when you talk about the emotional makeup of a person and a feeling of urgency, it's often, if not almost always, not price, even though they'll tell you that. So um, another uh, factor is being unpredictable, and that's how you get your calls taken. And if you think about the acting field, that is a very, very common tactic used to get the attention um, onto yourself, which many actors, um, of course, want to have the attention. Attention usually equates to them getting work and getting fans, and especially in our social media uh, time that we live in, it's certainly uh, unpredictability can be a very, very powerful tool. So... Um, being that she sang last night, I don't know if anyone saw Lady Gaga singing the medley to The Sound of Music. She did a very, very beautiful job. But as usual, I mean, her hair was gray, um, although she did wear a normal dress. So, um, but if you remember her in the past, she was notorious, well, she is notorious for showing up, you know, in crazy, crazy ways, like wearing a dress made of meat one year to the um, one of the awards show, might have been the Oscars showing up in an egg one year to one of those. And you might wonder why um, a girl like that who is has really, truly a beautiful, trained voice, I mean, she's actually um, a very well-trained vocal master, but yet, you know, you really kind of talk about her by, one, she doesn't use her regular name, and every you just never know every time she comes on the scene what she's going to look like, what she's going to be wearing. I mean, it's... It may not be one of our kind of things to do, but um, it does work because she's unpredictable. And so I would challenge all of you to think about that most of us as salespeople tend to do the same things in the same way over and over and over again. And that is not how necessarily you get your, your calls taken. And unpredictability will get you in the door. Doing something new, but, or doing something old but in a new way. Uh, you don't have to wear a suit made of meat, but, um, I mean, this is an old story. I probably told it, but, you know, I had a, a, a customer once, and it was one of those things where um, I believe that um, someone might have left on the sales team and I acquired this customer. And so, and I think it was also a case where they weren't in Arizona, so, and it wasn't, you know, as usual, it's not personal. I would try to contact this person over and over and over again. I had met them one time, you know, and then to follow up, trying to get an appointment, you know, how, you know the drill. So um, I just, the guy was just too busy, and I just could not get his attention. And so um, I, I just decided, well, then I have to do something completely different. So I hired a um, one of those um singing companies that go to your door to sing Happy Valentine's Day or, you know, one of those. And I rewrote the words to a song that made it like Frito-Lay. It was like, you know, uh, I wish I could remember the song, but I rewrote it. And it was like, you know, welcome to the Lays and the Ruffles and, the, you know, whatever it was. I rewrote the song and gave it to the singing company in, I believe it was in Utah. And I sent, I called his um, administrative assistant and asked, you know, for a certain time that he would be in a certain meeting if she could call him out. 
And basically, I sent my pitch in a singing message in front of the office, round and round and round. So he, you know, needless to say, he always took my calls after that. Because, you know, now we had a common joke between us. He, you know, it was funny. You know, the whole office obviously got involved, you know, that kind of a thing. But, you know, on the other hand, he knew, and, and he admitted to me, he had a new job. It was, like, huge. And he was trying getting, getting it together. And the last thing you really have time to do, frankly, is to pick up the phone and call a vendor. But you know what? He always picked me up after that because you just don't know what I might do next, right? You just don't know. And that works in raising children, too. So, you know, think about being a little unpredictable or doing something a little bit different or, um, you know, and you know what? That'll make you stand out. People get a good laugh out of it or if they, something thoughtful that's a little bit outside the box. It's really something to think about because unpredictability is a very effective sales tool. And so, and the next thing is, of course, the drama. There's always drama when it comes to the acting field and stories that they tell because there just sort of has to be that way because it helps to keep your audience engaged and the scene moving forward. So um, one of the best ways or the main ways of gaining drama is by facing obstacles. And as salespeople, we know a lot about facing op- obstacles, right? I mean, there always seems to be something, right? So, But if you think about it, um, it's that key to being able to reframe that obstacle and look at it differently, um, find solutions in a different way, or just, you know, in your mind, you know, what's it trying to teach you? What's it trying to teach the audience? That's how people have a winning um, attitude, and it leads you to discover all kinds of creative solutions and actions to help you overcome potential obstacles. So it's the same as, as... I guess every script, that welcoming obstacles also improves your belief in your own talent and abilities. You know, trying to avoid them only makes the situation worse. So knowing that you can overcome things, and everybody on this call already knows that. I mean, if you were to look back on all of your careers and really think about, I mean, how many zillions of obstacles all of you have faced, then you you know by now that they have you have found solutions or they've gone away or they weren't as dire as we thought they were. It was just part of the drama of our own life. And you know it always, always resolves one way or another. So keep that in mind that obstacles are a good thing. It gives you an opportunity to have more faith in yourself. And you're so lucky because I think everyone in this call is well-seasoned. You've been around a while. You know how to do that better than, you know, folks just sort of starting out in the trade. Remember in the early days you'd flip out completely and now you know that things will work out and that you have the intelligence to figure it out so um oh and here's the other thing um and that's when an actor uh, forgets their line um or a prop falls or something like that and i believe last night on the show there was something going on because there was some kind of noise behind the scene a couple times i don't know if people were dropping things behind the oscar stage or whatever um, I think I saw one, I can't, somebody might have said like, ooh, what's that? Or, and then they kept going. Well, actors have a, a kind of rule of thumb when there are mistakes, and that is to use it or lose it. So if you draw unnecessary attention to a mistake, it takes the audience out of the story, and it forces the actor to work twice as hard to get the audience back. Um, so if you stumble over your proposal, if you don't say things exactly how you had practiced and rehearsed, which I'm assuming we all rehearse before we go into something, um, don't make a big deal out of it. Just um, use it or lose it. Keep your prospect engaged and just keep going. Rule number one in the acting world, just kind of keep going and don't make that big of a mistake, a uh, big deal out of it. It might be a big deal in your head, but to the people watching, same as all of us as an audience, 99.9% of the time, we don't even know that there's been a mistake. Nor do we, A lot of times we don't even care, but most of the time we don't know. So remember, it's just in your head. So, and then one and our final point about using acting techniques um, to help us close and to engage our, our audience and our customers. And that is um, using... Uh, techniques from the world of improv. And that is the expression called yes and. 
So in improv, they use a technique saying yes and, and it's an excellent way to diffuse objections and co-create solutions. Um, in other words, you say yes to a prospect to acknowledge their perspectives, right? And we all know that, that you know, that's kind of how you bring people along with your story and your script when you're in, um, getting the, the head to shake yes and so forth. So if you hear an objection, which we always do, I mean, that's part of it, is that um, starting the response with the word yes and, you, you know, and then offering up new possibilities that perhaps your audience and your client didn't realize otherwise and will help you close. So if someone says, yeah, but, you know, you're way, you're way too expensive. Yes, you know, I see why you're saying that. And you know what else we are? We're, we're here 24-7. We're around the corner. You know, Specialized has been around for 30 years. You don't see any headlines about us, you know, being acquired by someone else. You know, that kind of thing. You know, that's a little... But, you know, you get the gist of it. So... Always remember that uh, the yes and. And I, I don't know if you remember, um, there was one class, we now have like hundreds of them, that I was um, actually stealing the PepsiCo sales um, process, and, and it was all about handling objections. And what they always teach us was, I understand how you feel, and, but many others have felt this way about it. That was like the the phrase that they used to have us mem- uh, memorize. But you don't want to use the word but. When people hear that, they shut down. So it's yes, and you know what else? Blah, 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 and keep going, just like the people on improv. So those are like about seven uh, techniques, actually, that I just went through, um, um, that um, actors use. And... Um, I think we'll just kind of take it from there and actually um, offer up the possibility that, you know, actually studying improv, studying acting is probably a very, very effective way of becoming better at sales. So with that, we'll kind of open up the lines. And I think our acting versus um, with the salesman um, lesson this morning might have been more exciting than his Oscars. They were kind of a bit of a snooze. Hey, um, let's start, of course, we have to start in California, home of the Oscars. Aaron, um, are you with us this morning? I am. I know. Were you out partying with the Oscar crowd at the Vanity Fair party or anything last night? No, 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 no. We just watch it at home. Yeah. And like you said, it's kind of a snoozer. Yeah, even the fashion was... Yep, I was thinking about changing the channel, which is really, really a tough thing for me to say. And what's amazing for me is uh, we don't watch anything live anymore. It's everything's TiVo. And my TiVo cut off. I don't know who won Best Picture because it went off. And so, do you uh, want to know? or? Yeah, go ahead. Let me know. What do you think it was? Um, uh, well, the... Uh, Grand Budapest won everything, so the safe bet would be that. No. No, 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 no. It was Birdman. Okay. Yeah, because he won Best Director. That's often, not always, a point, you know, when the director wins, it's kind of like, yeah. But everyone thought Boyhood was going to overtake it, so it wasn't a huge shock or anything, but, yeah, it was Birdman. Yeah, yeah. So that's one that I haven't seen. I did see the uh, Imitation Game. I really like that movie. Um, yeah. And the other stuff, I, I don't see a lot of movies. Yeah. Busy work. Yeah, it's the truth. Like I, I think you have to be dedicated, just like anything else. If you're a movie fan, you make time for it. But you know, raising people, working, hard to make time. But I did. I did want to mention uh, since we didn't have a meeting last week that uh, I'm still doing all that LinkedIn stuff that we've been training on, and I finally got one that I've been working on since day one, finally responded uh, and asked me to email her, copy it in, and she'd copy me in and get me a meeting with the person. There you go. Bingo. 
It's well, you know, what, you know what's so awesome about LinkedIn is that it's not as time cons- – I mean, it is time – you know, once you get in there, you can spend hours, but it's not as time-consuming as having to go out and – you know, you can do two things, multitask about it. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a numbers game just like everything else, but a much more efficient keep- numbers game. That's great. Yeah, I just got to keep plugging along. Oh, that's awesome. I know the last time we uh, – two weeks ago you were talking about Delaney was um, picking up its volume and – yeah, they play. They placed a, a nice order, um, getting some print stuff, some new stuff coming in, and uh, we all have a quote on another book that that could be a big order here coming up. So uh, my fingers are crossed. Oh, that's awesome! That's really awesome. Anything else that you see hot in your pot in your pipeline? Uh, just doing a lot of prospecting. Um, Stuff is picking up. Oh, thank you. Uh, so it's it's going well. Oh, that's great. That's great. I'm glad to hear about uh, LinkedIn. Um, and so moving on, uh, we would have gone to Vegas, of course, yet uh, next for the action team, but um, maybe the next big hot butt of activity. Let's go to Tucson with Victoria. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Yeah. Sorry to be a disappointment. I did not watch any of the Oscars last night. Had no interest. Yeah, I think I think your time was probably better spent. <laughs> it was, I'm sure. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it uh, it was a, a good week last in the last couple of weeks. Um, getting narrowed down on some stuff that I've been kind of holding off on at the VA, um, <clears throat> waiting for some details, and I'm getting that in now. So. I start working on some more of that and um, some of our furniture ship for the Vegas project. So uh, the seating did. So that at least is good. Got the rest of it going, and got they asked us to start in on a reception uh, system for them. So we'll be working on that as well. And um, just I've got a some promote people that are starting to come back that have been putting me off and putting me off. They're finally starting to come around now and we're going to be, I'm setting up some, um, some individual meetings through my, uh, group, um, oh, crying out loud, um, my networking group. Oh, good. Yeah, so we're, we're, I'm meeting with some new people that have joined them or joined those groups and just kind of trying to get some new activity going and, um, I've got a couple of vendors coming down today from Human Skills. Go out and meet with another one of my new accounts on some ergonomic needs for somebody that's uh, like six foot seven inches or something, some crazy height. And so we're going to probably be looking at height adjustable tables. And uh-huh. so I've got a lot going on. Yeah, I mean, Victoria, are you getting any requests yet for standing desks or treadmill desks, things like that? No, we used to promote that a lot when I was at Steelcase, but there's just not that many people that will invest in it. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the the um, height adjustable, yes, but as far as a treadmill type thing, they're really cool. Um, I have, I've used them. They're kind of fun to have, but no, most people won't invest in them. Yeah, I was just curious. I wonder if it's one of those things that, you know, it hasn't uh, – quite minutes time or, you know, and then all of a sudden, I don't know. Well, it's expensive. You know, most companies aren't going to spend that. Right. Yeah, I was just curious. Well, thanks yeah. a lot. It sounds like you're really busy. Yep. Yep, that's awesome. Uh, Bob, this morning, how are you? Are you on? I'm doing fine, thank oh, you. That's great. Did you watch last night? No. Another person. I, I have no interest in watching those people pat themselves on the back. <laughs> well said. Well said. So, uh, what's been happening with you in the last two weeks? Uh, well, it was a week of opportunities, putting out a lot of fires. Uh huh. So it was it was busy. Uh, spent a lot of time, uh, actually a lot of wasted time, trying to correct a lot of issues. So, but they all turned out to be okay. I didn't lose anything. So, well, it's you know, a- that's that's a good that's a good sign. It's the same as overcoming obstacles. Often when you do that, you know, it brings new opportunities. So definitely, well, you know this, is just to stay at it. So do you have any new opportunities that you're going after? 
Uh, yeah, one one in particular. Uh, uh, I'm working on another group of auto dealerships. Uh, I've done a couple small things, and I've got support from another one that's it's it's kind of involved. It's part of a family, but it's not part of the family. It's hard to explain. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, there's some good opportunities in there for some good uh, some good volume, and I got the support of the GM of the other group. Oh, good. So, you know that that transpired last week. So, uh, and and this week being that I'm going to be out for a couple of days, um, I'm going to have to wait till the first because they will not be bothered the first of any month. Okay. Oh. So that's on my target list to do. I'm going to send uh, the controller over here an email this afternoon and and ask for a time, but ask for a time the first of March. Right. Right. Yeah, I bet you they're closing up, I would imagine. All right, sounds good. And Linda, good morning. Uh, now, you have to tell me you watch the Oscars. Come on. Um, do you want me to be an actress, or do you want me to tell you the truth? You didn't watch? <laughs> nope. Oh, I, nope. oh, this is interesting. Um, you know what? I had car problems, so we, um, we, and my car was being worked on until really late, so um, priority was car. I got it. Oh, yeah. So, so, but you know, um, I use uh, I started using the line, which I figure I'm an actress every time I say it. And yeah. Somebody asks me, "How are you?" And I'm unbelievable, or you know, I use these words so nobody knows if you're fantastic or you're really bad. So you know, and and uh, I figure I'm acting every time I say that. Yeah, you know what? That's a good one. You, you know who's? Um, um, oh my gosh, why I can't think of the word. You know that. Um, well-known financial advisor, and he always answers, "Better, how are you? Better than I deserve. I always thought that um, it would be great to have a line like that. I think that's really smart because, you know, um, because they're expecting you just to say, fine, so you're also using unpredictability, and it makes people pay attention. You know? yeah, that's really, really a good one. So how have your last couple weeks been, Linda? Actually, I've been really busy. Um, I've been picking up some new accounts. And uh, actually, um, last week, Sente Operations, they referred me to four new people that I had never done business with. And um, pretty, it's pretty exciting ones in um, Utah, or Utah, Oregon. And the others are here locally, but I hadn't been selling to them. So um, they're, they're definitely helping me out. I, I love it. Oh, that's so great. And... Um, I did do another scrub order, um, which they're just such a pain, but, you know, you, it's it's money. They're a lot of work, but they're money. But anyway, we're going to find a way to make them a little bit easier. But um, And then I have another one working. Um, I have some furniture, uh, more furniture going up in Sholo that I didn't even know it was going to happen. They decided that they had outgrown the building and they're going to um, – move all their billing people to a different location, so I, I got another opportunity. Oh, that sounds oh, great. <laughs> but that, that would be like an interesting, um, you know, kind of like if you have, if, if you think through and you have clients who haven't ordered scrubs in a while, it's kind of like, you know, um, a good tagline on email would be, the Oscars fashions were boring, but you don't have to be. And just send out to, to say, hey, when was the last time you had, you know, you got new scrubs? Anyone interested in some kind of a um, information on some, you know, some cool scrubs? I definitely see see them out there. I'm sure you're experts and you know more than I do, but um, it just might be a thematic thing to send out today, just as an idea. Um, and Deb, Deb, you're on, right? Yes, I'm here. Sorry, I'm sorry to hear about Dean's mom and how's the family doing? Uh, doing pretty well. So his dad's keeping busy, and so, um, in fact, his dad's going to help him with uh, field day this week. So oh, there you go. Good. Yeah, that's, so, but that's... everybody's doing pretty good, so. Okay, that's good to hear. So um, did you watch last night? Nope, I was out with some friends fellowshipping, so it was nice. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, nope, didn't watch it. There you go. So how was your last couple weeks? I know it's been, you haven't been, I know. But anything. Um, Well, last week I did uh, get back into the swing of things, so that was nice to, you know, to be back um, trying to get 
you know, busy and everything. But my immediate clinic, they bought some um, uh, clinics from Colorado. So they have two open now, which we're, uh, which we'll be doing stuff, and then they'll open up a third one. So um, oh. that will be good. So we'll just be getting started on the things that she wants to order. Oh, that's great. Oh, yeah, that's... they're called Integrity Urgent Care. So there'll be a whole separate um, an account and everything. So. Oh. So yeah. you're starting them from scratch? No, they, they've already had, but they bought, I guess they bought them out. And so okay. now um, they own part of that. They will own part of that. So, um, so they, you know, we'll do Colorado. And then I know they're talking about Oregon. So oh, that's hey. the next step. So. Oh, that is so awesome. Yeah. That's really great. Wow, we'll have to keep our eye on them. They're an aggressive group. Yes, yes. So, um, so that was good. And then um, I got a phone call last week from um, a, a guy that I used to go to church with, and he he had left a long time ago, and he remembered what I did. What I did. And so Bruce and I are going there t- tomorrow. They're looking for some furniture. So um, that will be a, a brand new account. If you know, and they said they also need some printing done. So. Not sure on the furniture because I think they're looking for used furniture. So. Uh-huh. Yep. But, oh. uh huh. It's an opportunity. Right. It it definitely is. It definitely is. You never know. That sounds awesome. And you know what? Uh, let's at least wrap up the sales team before Rusty, of course, with Don. Don, did you watch last night to say it's a, a rounding no? Uh, no. There you Actually, go. I tuned in twice for like 10 seconds each. Okay. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> but the guy that's uh, better than I deserve is Dave Ramsey. That's I years. know that. Yeah. But it's, don't you find that impactful? Yeah. It yeah, is. Yeah. Although it's, though, when you think about it, it's a little bit, you know, something. But you know what? It really gets your attention, and he always says it in this uplifting voice. So I think Linda's point is really well taken. Oh, yeah, we're doing his uh, Financial Peace University right now at our church. Oh, are and, you? Uh, yeah, and, and uh, it's really good. I've been through it before just through the audio version, but the uh-huh. uh, videos are great. He does a really good job. Yeah, he does. He is a lively guy. Well, <laughs> and passionate about what you do. Yeah, yeah. And having a very strong voice and, yeah. you know, very engaging. He's a good person to, um, besides the value of what he's saying, but to listen to how he speaks, I think, is um, from a sales perspective, because he's a good salesman too, right? I mean, he really is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is good. He's, he's got like 300 employees. I mean, he's not a small deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. It is not a small deal. So thanks for reminding me of his name. I, and I could see his face. I couldn't come up with it. So yeah. how have your last couple of weeks? Good. We, uh, I went to Florida and, and visited with Andy Pro and um, Sagicor a couple of weeks ago. Oh, good. And uh, that was really good. I, at the Sandy at the Handy Pro conference, I, I met a lot of the franchisees that I didn't know personally that, you know, I've d- done business with online but just never met. Right. That makes a big and, Yeah, and I got to reconnect with the corporate people too, which was good. And uh, Sagicor went really good meeting with them. So that was that was a good good time. And then uh, we had uh, our, two of our grandkids were in Florida at the same time. We kind of linked everything together, so we got to see them. Oh, that's so great. That was a great trip, yeah. And then we, we did a show in Las Vegas last week. The uh, um, franchise yeah. franchise association, and I think out of that we we really had to, uh, you know, corral people in because they just don't want to stop uh-huh. and talk to you. But um, once we once we got some people in there, we probably I think we had about fifteen maybe people, and out of those, I think there's a couple, maybe three, but I think two that are decent prospects that we'll see. Right. How, see how it pans out once you start, you know, doing all the follow-up stuff. So. And I would also encourage you, if there's a list of attendees, mm-hmm. connect with them on LinkedIn, send them a note, saw you at the franchise show, blah, 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 because that's, a, or an email, you know, all the more reason to connect and do it this week. Don't let time. Yeah. So I, even if they didn't stop, even if, you know, you know, with an engaging tagline or um, I would get get on it right away, 
via yeah you know when you uh i wondered when you're when you're trying to uh connect with someone on linkedin that you haven't really done any business with right um you you still i think that's the best way to still tag it cause you know how you have to choose whether you're a colleague a friend uh you know because they may recognize your name from the list of vendors you know well uh, you're really like a business associate um um one of those you know because once you've been at the same show, once you're, you know, in the same industry and you know someone, eh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, so I would go after them. It's worth the time. I'm telling you, you'll get something out of it. They're going to answer cause it's, and they'll tend to click on it. Yeah, that's a good idea. It also shows that you're um, like a follow-up person, a follow-through person, you know, I guarantee you'll get somebody else. I'm yeah. willing to buy that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And you'll find them all on there. And then look and see what groups they're members of, too, and see what they're into. And find them there, too. Yeah. So um, that sounds like fun. You've been busy. You've been out of town. Yep. Yeah, town. I get back. Just kind of played a lot of catch-up. Yeah. You know, I've kind of found with the Academy Awards and the Oscars, I'd rather go the next day and just read headlines and then just listen to somebody I want to hear. <laughs> You're right. So much politics now, you know, they all they all got their little agendas and everything. Uh, yeah, absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I think they were more interested in doing, uh, especially pre the pre-shows, more interested in showing us commercials. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, you're right. Um, Eric, good morning. Do you have any news for the team that you, something you'd like to know or coming up? Um, I, I don't think I have anything uh, specific other than uh, stating that the new sales materials are coming along nicely. And, uh, hopefully they'll be in your hands within about four weeks. Okay. All right. And Rusty, anything for the team? Yes, a couple of things. Um, everyone, remember we are having our 30th anniversary party. We need to have a lot of focus on this when you're talking to clients talk about it, keep it top of mind with them. We want to get as many people here as possible. And the more we have, the more we look really cool to all the people that come. And I think that's really important for this event. If we can get, you know, a couple hundred people here, it's going to look really good to all of our clients, prospects, anyone you can get here. So keep that top of mind when you're talking to clients. Um, they should have gotten their email invites. I know we're going to be following up with them and all that kind of stuff. But uh, just keep talking about it, keep driving <laughs> them, and keep driving attendance to that because it's going to be a really good event and it's going to be really important to us moving forward. Right, and keep talking about it on social media too. Yep, yep. We've been we've been doing a really good job of uh, of sharing and oh yeah and liking our updates. So I I haven't had to be nagging about that or anything. You know, every once in a while someone will forget one of them, but we, we've been really good about that. So Yeah, there's with that. some lovely things on Facebook. Yep, Facebook and LinkedIn especially. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is collaborative business reviews. I met with I met with everyone other than Aaron, I believe, on the the plus or minus list, the uh, the report that Nathan does for us it shows the accounts that grew the most year over year and the ones that shrunk the most year over year, um, which is why Aaron and I didn't do one with you because you've only had one year in. Um, so we, in those meetings, we talked about accounts that we should target for collaborative business reviews, and those are typically accounts that are large and have grown a lot or accounts that are large and have shrunk a lot. And so we want to have the most impact possible and really just bring myself and Nathan into the account or or both of us either way. And Eric has created a PowerPoint a PowerPoint template for us where we can pull some reports, plug in numbers to show the categories, their you know, their average their average order size, their number of orders, that kind of stuff. And we can just go in and talk about talk about what they've done with us in the past learn a little bit more about their business and figure out what else we can help them with in the future. So keep those keep those top of mind as well. Um, I know that Deb has one set up, but that is all that I've heard of so far. So 
wanted to remind everyone that we need to be working on that as well. All right. That's all I got. Those are fun to do, so schedule them. And get on people's calendars, absolutely. Yep. Um, I don't think Nathan's on the call. Uh, Brad or Bruce, do you have anything? I'm doing okay, Barb. Thanks. And Bruce, anything? Hi, everybody. Um, um, I did get to watch uh, much of the uh, show last night, and you all uh, missed that a lot, in my opinion. But um, but it, <laughs> but um, um, the similes that Barb talked about were were right on. It's it's really the same thing. I never really thought of it that way, but it's so right on the similes between what we do and what those actors do on a day-to-day basis anyway. Um, I also want to reiterate um, Rusty's comments about the open house. Please be talking about it to everybody. Um, Also wanted to let you know that um, if you didn't, that I'm going to be on vacation beginning this Thursday, and I'll be gone for a little bit over two weeks. Um, I will be out of the country, so um, it will be um, not impossible to get a hold of me, but um, um, you won't get immediate responses just because of the nine-hour time difference and sporadic uh, internet and things of that nature. So uh, that's it, Barb. Thank you. Okay. Thanks so much, and um, uh, have a great sales week. Um, you can tell if Bruce is going away, he, I will be going with him, so I won't talk to you for a couple weeks. Uh, doesn't mean that the call is necessarily off, so just look for um, announcements from Rusty on that. And um, I will um, have much to share, I think, when I get back. And looking forward to hearing about all of your successes. So with that, have a fabulous sales week. And I will talk to you in, actually, it will end up being three weeks. I'll be off for two weeks. So take care. Talk to you then. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Thanks.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.